Welcome to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elliot Berlin. If you're looking for inspiration and a roadmap to a healthier mind and body, you have tuned in to the right episode. My sponsored guest today is a leading healthy lifestyle expert. She is a sought-after VIP and celebrity coach, a renowned speaker, and a best-selling author. Her online motivational videos have millions of views and have helped to transform countless people's lives. Her approach to mindset and health was triggered by a horrific personal tragedy. We'll discuss what happened, how she survived and thrived, and is now helping millions of others through mindful health. Danette May, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Okay. I've been uh, looking online. Once you start looking at one of the different things that you do, all your videos and inspiration for mind changes and body changes and the incredible amount of expertise you have, it becomes addictive. You can't stop. <laughs> Thank you. And I love that you can appreciate my multifaceted way of being. Sometimes I'm like, God, I just have so many interests and so many passions that it just comes out in all of it. And sometimes people are like, what lane are you in? <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole freeway. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. Where are you from? Well, I actually grew up in a small town in Idaho. And then at 12, I moved to Montana, was raised always in the country with animals. I had four older brothers and now I'm in the mountains of Colorado. I like how the animals came first and then the four older brothers. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) They're more important. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, you're still in that kind of not too urban setting. Yeah, no. Yeah. I love being where it's spacious, where I have space mountains, nature all around. And so that's kind of where I've always planted myself. I don't think anybody when they're little says, I want to grow up and be a motivational coach. So what's the path together? What were you originally planning to do? Do you know what, which is fascinating. I would sit in my dad's truck because that's how we kind of communicated. And I would sit between my parents and they would ask what I wanted to be right. And how many kids I was going to have. And I would always talk about how I wanted to take large groups of people into nature to find how to love themselves. I literally would say this at age 10, 11, 12, which is fascinating now that I'm looking back. And I feel like That's kind of the essence of what I'm doing is taking people back to themselves and back to their hearts and into their fullest expression. Ah, So what's the path to get there? I mean, it's amazing that from an early age, you were able to have that vision and it's incredible that now you're doing that, but how do you get there? Is there motivational coaching school? No, actually my mess became my message. It was my tragedy that led me down to this path. And I think ultimately what I want to remind people is that when we have these things in our lives that we deem as chaos or pain or trauma, that they can actually be the gateway to our soul's expression and to our dharma. And for me, it was the loss of my son and going through really difficult divorce and becoming a single mother, financial ruin that I was like, I want to help every woman to claim her power and to feel good in her skin and to get out of depression. And so I knew that that road and that avenue was through healing foods and movement because I started feeling it within myself. And then it was beyond that. It was about your mindset and around where your mental zip code is on every single given day and how that's really going to impact your overall health and happiness. So that's what led me on this journey. Wow. First of all, I'm sorry. And you just glossed over so many emotional triggering things, losing the son, getting divorced, becoming a single mom. It sounds like in rapid succession. Are you comfortable talking more about what happened? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that it's not talked about enough. I think women sit in a lot of lost pregnancies, miscarriages, lost dreams, not being able to have children and don't share a lot about it. I know when I was going through it, I didn't know anyone to talk to that had gone through it. So I went through it on my own. And if I can be a voice to it and let people have hope around it, then I'm so happy to talk about it. Yeah. So what happened in your case? Well, you know, we had the best leading doctors because I've always had high risk pregnancies for whatever reason. And so when I was pregnant with my son, you know, I did have one of the best doctors in the area and we did do autopsies on him. We're not sure what really happened other than I just remember there was a moment when I was sitting in the rocking chair and, you know, it was getting close to having him he would have been definitely very premature, but I was like, you know, wanting to feel his kicks and knew he was a little boy and was anticipating. And I had this strong feeling because I couldn't feel him moving that I needed to go to the hospital. But what happens a lot when you are in this feeling of tuning out your intuition and you guys, it's not even this big thing. It's like you're on cruise control in your life. And these things like your relationships or the belief systems you're carrying around that are not in alignment with your soul, you turn them off. You turn it off with your intuition. So when a hit comes like, hey, something's wrong with your baby, you're really good at turning that off because it's uncomfortable and you don't want to face that truth. So what I did is I got up and went and did the dishes and I got busy. And that led me that night going to the hospital, having my son, him not making it and, you know, led me down a path of deep depression, really questioning myself and then really looking at all the areas of my life where I haven't tuned in when I've just kind of, it was beautiful rock bottom. And I wanted to remind people that when you hit these rock bottoms, that they can be this huge opportunity for you to really go. I don't care now about people pleasing. I don't care about living into someone else's paradigm, I'm going to like, look at myself. And that's really what happened is I started to wake up within myself. Well, that's incredible. And you use the word paradigm. And I think that's also very powerful. It just kind of changes your whole paradigm. And what's important to you becomes a lot different than what was once important to you. I'm sorry, that's such a difficult thing to go through and life experience. And I'm sorry you had to experience that you are definitely one of the people that takes those kind of life tragedies and not only picks yourself up and rebuilds, but also goes out of her way to help other people find their strength, find their power and make the most of what they can be for themselves. I just have one other question because you said you always have difficult pregnancies. So was that not your first pregnancy? No, I had an older child, um, a daughter. So I'm not sure if you know what this is, but I suffered from what the doctors called hyperemesis. And it's just an extreme sense of nausea, sickness, feels like you're on a roller coaster. So you're throwing up sometimes 15 times a day. You have a feeding tube to kind of keep the food and nourishments going in, um, IVs. And I had that, and they don't really understand if you're going to have it again. And I was in that same situation with this second pregnancy with my son. So he was high risk in that regard. You know, a lot of people experience nausea and vomiting during pregnancy, and they kind of feel like, oh, I can get through that. But hyperemesis is a totally different animal. It's got a different physiological cause. 
And it's very, very, very extreme and difficult. And it's important for everybody, I think, to become aware of what that is because women who have it need a lot of support. But traditionally, they've been actually given less support and judged because partners and employers and other people in their lives just like, hey, get over it. It happens to everybody, but it's not the same. So we actually have two episodes on hyperemesis, one with Amy Schumer and one with three doctors who are at the forefront of research and treatment uh, options or management for hyperemesis. And I recommend everybody check those out. But getting back to you, going through a late-term pregnancy loss without an older child is very difficult. I imagine with having another child, it's even more difficult. Uh, someone who is aware of the pregnancy and also someone who you just don't have the luxury of crawling into a cave and not being there, you have to take care of. Yeah, you know, I love how you're bringing all this stuff up. I think you're normalizing a lot of these things that I've actually haven't even really talked about, which is brilliant since you are a doctor mm -hmm. and you understand this. But my oldest daughter became older because she would find her mom passed out or she would see that there was vomit all over the floor. And I feel a really deep connection to her because she was so young. Like I'm talking three, actually at the time she was four. So she would find me passed out and I would come out and she'd just be laying next to me with her blanket. Or I would see her grabbing rags to help clean up vomit. Like, I don't know many three-year-olds that are like that, but she was very in tune to the gravity of what was going on. Wow. Kids are amazing. Last piece before we take a quick break, just to understand the full scope of your story. Then you went through a divorce? Yeah. So after the loss of my son, you know, things started to unravel, you know, once you hit this rock bottom, at least for me, it was this like massive truth telling that I started to like unravel within myself. Like, what are these truths in my relationship? What's these truths that I'm living into that I've been burying because I don't want to face them. And so it did lead me to discovering different things being truthful with myself. And it led me into a really difficult divorce, which I don't think any divorce is awesome, but this one um, was painful on a lot of fronts. And there's been a lot of forgiveness. It's all in my book, The Rise, but yeah, it was so difficult. It left me with $47 to my name. Um, it was a difficult divorce. Wow. And in today's day and age, $47 doesn't even buy a pickle. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm really interested in how you pulled yourself out of the hole and how you became where you are today. So inspirational. And so you clearly, you just exude that you feel physically comfortable and emotionally comfortable and your mission to drag other people along into that wonderful space is inspirational. We'll be right back with Danette May. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Berlin, and I want to talk to you about something that is close to my heart, literally, omega-3. It's a crucial nutrient that's sadly overlooked. With 95% of women deficient, Needed, the supplement brand I trust, created their brand new omega-3 soft gels. Designed by perinatal experts, they support you and your baby's well-being from fertility to pregnancy and beyond. Unlike other brands, Needed's Omega-3 is sustainable, pesticide-free, and third-party tested for purity. Plus, my favorite, it has a milder taste and smell, perfect for sensitive mamas. Don't wait. Visit thisisneeded.com and use code BERLIN to get 20% off your initial order. Experience the needed difference, consciously crafted for your health 
and the planet. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to the Informed Pregnancy Podcast. We're talking to Danette May. Okay, Danette, obviously you hit a, a very low point, a rock bottom. How do you start to pick up the pieces? Yeah, you know, I wanted free everyone to think that it just happens overnight or that it's an aha moment. For me, this was a choice every single day and sometimes multiple times a day. And so for me, I didn't have pennies to rub together. So it wasn't like I could hire a coach. I didn't even have a therapist. I literally would take my phone and Google inspiration. And, you know, I was in financial ruin, which in the end was a gift because it afforded me no TV. And the little TV that we had had tinfoil on it to get PBS for Curious George <laughs> and the Big Red Dog, not for me to veg out and numb out, right? And I would listen to talks on my phone and I started finding common denominators between people that I really looked up to or aspired to. Some of them had passed on, some are still living today. And I found common denominators amongst all these people. And the biggest one was that they've all had massive chaos mm. and downfalls in their life. And I was like, man, you know, that seems like a common denominator. Like they all flipped their stories. And they also were talking about how you needed to flip the story, that it was up to you to rewrite a new one in all different ways of doing it. And so for me, what I did was really started working on my mind because I went into deep depression. I looked at the food I was eating. I started researching. I was already into foods. This was something that was already a natural passion for me. So I was looking at what foods that didn't cost a lot or require a lot of time to create like recipes. So I started playing with five ingredient recipes and then would be superfoods that would help with my brain fog, would help with my depression. I wasn't going to doctors. I don't even know why I wasn't, but I wasn't going to any doctors or any therapists. I just became my own. And and through these superfoods, I started to notice a shift in my energy and my brain fog, my emotions, obviously movement. I had already knew the value of movement. You know, we've heard a lot about movement and how it helps with depression. So I was doing that. And then I started to write out all the stories that I had around being a terrible mother, a financial ruin, not feeling supported, not going to amount to my dreams, all the things that were racing in the brain at any given time, sometimes worse other times than others. And I wrote the opposite. So I wrote them all down. Then I wrote the opposite of that. So if I'm a terrible mom, I'm a fabulous mom. If I'm a failure, I'm actually using and turning my failures into success. Like I wrote all the opposites and I made a commitment to myself. And this was obviously in a moment that I felt good. Like I was like, okay, I'm doing this. And then I said, anytime I'm in my racket, I call it a racket. It's when the brain starts to go down the spiral of you're not an out. You just start feeling terrible. You start feeling lonely. You start feeling down on yourself all those things. And it just spirals that I would pull out this piece of paper and I would just read the positives over and over. And I made that commitment to myself. And I think this is the biggest differentiator is it's not that I felt motivated to do it. I made a non-negotiable with myself and I continue to do this today that 
anytime I was in the spiral, I would pull out the paper and I would read it. Even if I didn't believe it, even if there was tears coming down my face, I would read it. And so there were days that it would happen almost every 15, 20 minutes. And I would read these positive words over and over and fold up that paper and then go about my day, pull it back out, read. And so I still do this practice every single day. It's just that I don't have the same spirals as I did at that time. I was in a lot of them. Um, I was questioning a lot of things at that time. And so that's, I really think was a biggest thing that pulled me out truly was listening to things that were inspiring and moving things that were toxic, like TV conversations with people. I, I was by myself, which was a gift. And I, said positive words over and over and over. I really literally shifted my mental zip code. That's so powerful on so many levels. But I think one important one that strikes me is that oftentimes people think, okay, if I had money, I'd be happy. Or if I had money, I could buy therapy or I could have a chef prepare me meals or I could buy the expensive foods at the expensive markets. But you did it with $47 and it's just incredible to see like you don't need a lot of outside help sometimes. I mean, the outside help can be very powerful and helpful in some ways, but even without it, there's a lot you can do for yourself with a very, very shoestring budget. And that part is, I think, extra inspiring. Yeah, I think a lot of times we look outside ourselves for that rescuer or that best friend or that person to save us. I mean, even as little girls, we're kind of taught that like the prince is going to come in and going to save you. And, you know, my message for myself and I do things I believe in collaboration. I actually believe in asking for help, but I believe in also stepping up and being your biggest rescue, being your best friend and showing up for yourself and taking that ownership. And I think that's the biggest downfall, honestly, for most people is not taking radical ownership. And that's going to be the ticket to your success in every area of your life is radical ownership. And you broke your curious George addiction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, right after this, I'm going to go have some goji berries. You've already inspired me. Yeah. <laughs> to have superfood. What is mindful health? You know, mindful health, when I created this business, you know, of course you could ask, what do you want to name your LLC? And for me, this was so much bigger than just health. To me, what my mission is, is so much more than just healing foods and healing movement, which a lot of trainers or health people are advocating, which has its place. But for me, there was something around this idea of choosing and letting consciousness move through you and being mindful around the choices you're making and the thoughts you're choosing to think, because honestly, our thoughts are a choice. And yeah, sometimes it doesn't feel like it is, but you can rewrite them. You can be the owner of them. And so that's where the mindful piece came in. How did you take what you have and what you experienced and turn it into a system to help other people? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm going to get a little woo woo on people, but I'm telling you it's not woo woo. It is actually science. But for me, obviously there was a deep why when I went through this, I realized I couldn't be the only one. I wanted to help as many, in particular, it was focused around women in the early days. I was like, I want to help as many women as possible. I wanted to simplify it, whatever their thing was. I wanted them to feel more empowered and make these choices, right? What was interesting though, is I knew I couldn't do it alone. I knew no marketing and I knew I needed a marketer. I knew that I could have all the greatest ideas, the best program, but if I didn't have a marketer, there would be no way that the masses would hear about it. So I went to meditation. I went to visualization and 
I believed in that. It didn't have a lot of backing to it, was starting to understand it, but put it into practice because I was hearing this from mentors on my phone. And I started visualizing the perfect marketing partner. And I started visualizing how this would look and how many people I wanted to reach. And I would do this certain meditation, which involves sound. And I did that every single day. And what happens is you'll start to get information. So for me, I remember I wasn't even on Twitter. I don't even know anything about Twitter still to this day. (laughs) Full disclosure, I don't even run my Twitter people. But I got an information like look up who's trending in help on Twitter. It was called Twitter wonk. Like when you get weird hits when you're meditating and visualizing, honor them. That's all I can say. Honor those crazy weird hits because they're coming to you from a divine source. So I looked up Twitter wonk. I saw a name. It was number four behind oxygen magazine. The rest were like corporations, like oxygen magazine. It was a name and it said a name and Vail, Colorado. I felt goosebumps in my system. And now this is all my operating system with intuition. Of course, you just go to Facebook. You're like, Hey, name and town Facebook. Here we go. Find this person and found this person His name was Craig Collins. And I incessantly reached out. I was like, this is obviously a marketer who knows how to trend in fitness and health. And long story short, he finally responded back to me. He was like, I like helping entrepreneurs. I obviously was faking it. I was like, I have this vision. I have this dream. I know you can help me. I was rubbing pennies together, but I still pretended I had something. And long story short, we got on a phone. Then he was like, intrigued with what I was saying. He wanted to charge me for it. Of course, I didn't have any money for it, but I planted a seed of an idea that a marketer, a business mind was like, Hmm, maybe I should look into what this girl's up to. I have this piece. She has this piece. Maybe we could collaborate. And about a year later, we started our business together and I got a two for one. Cause I was also visualizing a partner in my life. And oh. Yeah, I was doing all these meditations around this stuff. And yeah, so I ended up first started business with him and then I married him. Oh, business and pleasure. Yep. (laughs) They can go together. (laughs) Totally. Wow. That's such a turnaround from where you were. It's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Uh, You talk about four important components that moms need to jumpstart their system. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. And I want to just say, jumpstart your system. Let me elaborate on that phrase for a minute, because here's the deal. I think a lot of us all have dreams and we can all agree. There's times when we don't feel motivated to these dreams or we question if they're even possible. And so when, when I say jumpstart, I mean, really creating the moment, creating the motivation, because it's not just given to you, you have to create that momentum. And so there's things you can do to start to stir that within you so that you feel a sense of peace throughout the day so that you feel that you're more empowered to these dreams to these goals you might have, whether it's around being in a wonderful mother or having a healthy pregnancy or just being healthy in general, right? So for me, one is a morning ritual. This is a phrase and a thing that's most successful people will say that owning your day, starting your day, owning your day. And for me, this starts with soul writing. This starts with my alone time communing with a higher power. And so that's what I do in the morning. You're probably going to have questions on that. (laughs) Well, I mean, is that like writing in a journal? Yeah. So I'm a big believer, even if you don't think you're a good writer or that doesn't seem easy or in flow for you to start to make it into flow. So I just write when I wake up in the morning, I get up before everybody else. And in the early days, it was super early because I swear kids 
can smell when you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like creep out so quietly. And then my littlest would be up in my lap. Like she just would know that I was awake. So it would be really early in the early days, but whatever you can, when no one's going to be in your ear, no one's going to ask for something from you or interrupt this time for you to commune with yourself and a higher power. So I take out a piece of paper. I usually light a fire or a candle symbolizing transformation and I will write at the top, what would you have me know? And that stirs just different things that might come out and just not judging yourself, whatever comes out on the paper, just letting yourself sit there in that question of what would you have me know? And knowing that you are connected to divine power, knowing that you're connected to everything and this infinite wisdom that trails through all the people that you think are magical, that it trails through you. And so looking at that and seeing what comes up from your journal writing. Um, maybe nothing comes up, maybe a lot comes up, but honoring that practice, you will be surprised. And I'm telling you my business 10 X from this practice, my relationship with my daughters is insanely amazing through this practice and my intimate relationship. Well, that's goals that I think we all have. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I want to 10 X all of those. I'm going to try journal i never did it i am a good writer but i never am honest enough with myself to write those kind of things yeah. so i'm going to give it a try and then what are the other three so i have a non-negotiable around getting thing that's something that's living inside my body so that means something green or like some type of plant or fruit so that's a non-negotiable whether i'm traveling or whatnot so just telling your body you're worthy of a really nutrient dense natural food like a plant right <laughs> and something that's loaded with nutrients so i usually do a smoothie i love making amazing superfood salads like i will eat salads for breakfast i make them so dang good that i actually crave them Ooh. so i'll do that also communicating with yourself in loving ways. So saying affirmations is another one and then moving your body. So I'm a big believer in walking in nature whenever you can, um, wherever you live, you can go to a park, walk around your neighborhood. There's always a tree. There's always the blue sky, like being reminded that you're a part of something bigger is really, really important to your mental growth and health. Oh, that's powerful. Uh, that sounds like not just jumpstarting moms, but dads too. Any human, right? Any, Any human. human, yeah. All right, I'm learning a lot. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to find out about your books and the other services and things we can learn from you and your experiences and your expertise to make our lives better. We'll be right back with Thinette May. Welcome back to the Informed Pregnancy Podcast. We are talking to Danette May. Okay, you have uh, lots of different things. You're a speaker. It's amazing to watch you speak in front of a giant audience, and you're just so calm and relaxed, and it makes everybody in the audience calm and relaxed and open to learning new things. And you're also an author. You have books. Tell me about your books. Yeah, you know, I've self-published different detox books, recipe books, things like that. But the most two recent books that came out were through Hay House Publishing. And the first one I mentioned earlier on the call was called The Rise, which is really just my journey of my transformation, losing my son, you know, going through divorce. I get really candid. That book was hard to write because I like laid out the dirt and I laid out the highlights, which also scared me of showing the massive growth that has happened, right? And the things that I'm up to. 
But then the second book that just came out like three weeks ago is called Embrace Abundance. And, you know, as an author, and this is why I love books, because books have been super transformational for me. And that's why I want to pay it forward by writing books. I lay it all out. I share all the things that I do, these daily rituals that I do, little things that everyone can do to increase abundance in their health, in their relationships, in their finances, in their career choice. And so I lay it all out in that book, Embrace Abundance. And I feel that if anybody's just looking for things that are actually going to change your life, if you implement them, go get those books and you can get them at Amazon or any major bookstore. Yeah. So those are the books. I mean, I've sat down to write a book a few times. I have kind of unique experiences working in ambulances in New York City from the time I was 18. And then, you know, I never sat in a truck between my parents and they said, hey, what do you want to do when you get older? I'm like, I want to be a doula. But then somehow I became a doula. So a lot of different interesting stories and things that I learned from watching people go through difficult times, challenges and overcoming them. And I've sat down many times to write that book, and it's a huge undertaking to collect your thoughts, organize them, put them to paper, and also expose yourself by putting personal information in there. So you've already said a few things that make me want to read The Rise. So I'm going to check it out. Amazon. I've heard of that. So also, if you go online, you can just search your name and these very cool fitness videos come up (laughs) where... A lot of free information, a lot of free information. Yeah, just even like learning what I was doing wrong in my squat, for example, is a very simple, powerful change that instead of, you know, hurting my knees, strengthens my body. So uh, thank you for that. And there's a bunch of other ones. But you also focus a lot on food and you mentioned using superfoods, not being able to have a chef, not being able to buy the most expensive foods, but using superfoods. And now you have a company that provides healthy foods for us. Tell me about that. Yeah, you know, I've always been super passionate now around the power of superfoods and these ancient forms of foods that were used as like medicinal properties back in these indigenous tribes and have gone into indigenous tribes around the world because this has been like a personal passion of mine and was like so inspired by these foods that seem to have not made it into our modern world as easily. It's almost like they've been forgotten, but they've been here forever and they were used as medicinal ways to heal people. And so that's been a mission of mine is to take these ancient forms of foods that have been used for centuries in all different tribes around the world and bring them to our modern world. And that kind of started first with this love of cacao, raw cacao, ceremonial grade in particular. And I was in my kitchen. I would start implementing through spirit, honestly, because as you know, now I do meditation every day. And I was like being told about adding different superfoods like turmeric and MCT and cinnamon and you know, a little black pepper to activate the turmeric into this blend. And I was giving it out to my tribe for like two years, like giving them the blend, but it's superfoods and it's kind of complex because it's a little this, this and making big batches and people would write in and I can't make these claims. It's fascinating to me how the industry takes these superfoods and then puts these weird like prop 65 on it. And they try to downplay the power of it or make people that are pregnant or that are trying to be healthy, be afraid of it, which I'm like, this stuff is so 
powerful. Obviously, there's going to be some outliers that shouldn't take these superfoods or people, but the majority of people would be so advantageous, right? But I would uh, share this out. And ultimately, I would told my team, I said, we have to bring this blend to the world. And that's where Earth Echo Foods started was we took this cacao bliss blend, brought it to the world. And then I was on this huge mission to take things from superfoods from India. And then we came out with other blends. Now we have chocolate bites that are infused with these different herbs for different purposes within the body, but they don't have cane sugar or lecithin or all these things that these healthy chocolate bars have. And it's just been a passion project of mine that I'm super committed to and bringing to the world. So if you want to check out all the different superfood blends we have they're one, they're absolutely delicious. And two, you can be guaranteed they're organic and the highest quality of superfoods. And so you can go to earthechofoods.com to learn more about those things. Decadent superfood treats. Oh yeah. Superfood treats like so good. I'm obviously super unapologetic and passionate about it because it's like, I know what's out there. Once you start getting into the foods world, you start to see where these other industries have cut corners to save money. And I am so passionate about it. I know I'm backed by a higher power, so I don't skip the corners. So I'm super like shouting it from the rooftop. Yeah. I mean, they look amazing. So as I'm reading the rise, I'll be eating some super. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to make sure we send them to you. I'm not sure if we have, but we oh, not yet, but I'll share my address with you openly. Yes, gladly. Please do. Okay. So you have a mind that's always creating. You already have created a lot and incredible tools. What's in the near future for you? Ooh, this is a juicy question because Ooh. it hasn't been implemented at all. Wow. I'm feeling vulnerable to share, but I'm going to share. So I have been receiving information around, and you know, Einstein quoted this, that the world is going to be healed by frequency in the modern world. And I have a big belief around the power of frequency of sound for healing different parts of our bodies, our organs, our minds. And I see massive stadiums where people are gathered with a unified intention, which we know when multiple people gather with a unified intention, magic happens. So you can do it thousands of miles away. This has all been studied and bringing people into these stadiums with this unified intention of unity, love, and then frequency sounds, movement, frequency sounds, and people walking away, being healed from different things that they set an intention around to unifying the planet. And so this is a big dream of mine and something that's radically different than what I'm doing currently, but I'm ready to step into. I mean, I just feel like the world needs that right now. I mean, unity is what's lacking and the division is just so uncomfortable and unproductive and it's hard to see the future. So I love that project. And if there's any way I can help or be involved, don't hesitate to let me know. Okay. Thank you. Danette, you're amazing. I've learned so much from you in just this period of time. I'm planning to look through your books and uh, videos and eat your superfood and continue to benefit from everything that you've put together. Where can we find you online? Go to DanetteMay.com. I give out so much free content. Honestly, if you just wanted to go to my YouTube, Danette May, my Instagram, my Facebook, or my website, you're going to get free content because we send an email 360 days a year. <laughs> Every day we're giving out content and something that can better your life. Amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks for being here and sharing. And at home, thanks for listening to the Informed Pregnancy Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, go to Instagram at Dr. Berlin, D-O-C-T-O-R-B-E-R-L-I-N.